This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Yesterday, all the headlines were about Apple getting into the car business. But the iPhone maker had a chance to get in the game long before its targeted launch in 2024. Elon Musk said he once reached out to Apple CEO Tim Cook about buying Tesla, but Cook, quote, refused to take the meeting. This would have been sometime in 2017 or 2018 when Tesla was in production hell trying to ramp up manufacturing of the Model 3. And as Musk points out, Apple could have purchased Tesla for a tenth of its current value. When we first saw this, we said, wow, could this be like Blockbuster passing on Netflix? But that would have required Apple keeping Musk on, because Tesla is not Tesla without Elon Musk. Would there still have been a semi, Cybertruck, and next-generation Roadster without him? I question it. Musk also threw a little shade on Apple's monocell battery. He tweeted the design, quote, is electrochemically impossible, as max voltage is about 100 times too low. Too bad, we might have to wait until 2024 to find out if he's right. And here's a unique use of over-the-air updates. This year, BMW is saying no thanks to traditional boring old holiday cards. Instead, it's sending holiday greetings right to the customer's car. When a vehicle with BMW's operating system 7.0 starts up their car, a special banner pops up in the control display. Clicking on that banner plays a special New Year's or Christmas message, depending on the market, accompanied by festive music and an orchestrated ambient light show. The Christmas message starts tomorrow, while the New Year's message drops on the 1st. With governments imposing EV mandates and bans on ICE vehicles, the shift towards electrification is accelerating. That's why LG and Magna are forming a joint venture to manufacture e-motors, inverters, and onboard chargers for electric vehicles. Called LG Magna e-Powertrain, it will have operations in China, South Korea, and the U.S. The companies say the JV will allow its customers to choose from a variety of EV components or integrate an entire electrified powertrain. The deal is still subject to shareholder and regulatory approval, but it's expected to close in July of 2021. Volvo is continuing its push towards electrification. CEO Hakan Samuelson confirmed that it's coming out with another EV based on the same architecture as the XC40 Recharge. He also said the vehicle would be, quote, more streamlined than the XC40. We hope that means an electric station wagon. Find me the closest coffee shop. 20 results found. And a date for tonight. 
You're good. Introducing dynamic voice recognition in the all-new Hyundai Elantra. Electric cars can be terrific from an environmental standpoint, but mainly if the batteries get recycled. Today, only 5% of spent lithium batteries are recycled. What's needed is an industrial-scale recycling facility that can sell the raw materials for a profit. A couple of years ago, the U.S. Department of Energy started a contest to encourage complete battery recycling, and it just announced seven winners for Phase 2 of the program. Each of them gets $357,000, plus another hundred grand worth of non-cash vouchers that they can use at national labs to do R&D work for them. The next and final phase of the program will be for pilot validation, and we want to thank Autoline Daily viewer Dave Tuttle for bringing this to our attention. Well, you can file this under, I don't know if it will ever happen, but an EV startup out of California named Alpha Motor Corporation recently introduced a really cool-looking car called the Ace. It's a small coupe that's built on a modular platform, which can support a number of body types, including a sedan, crossover, truck, or van. It's also planning a commercial vehicle based on the same platform called the Icon. There's not a lot of specs right now, but the company projects the Ace will be able to do 250 miles on a single charge and 0 to 60 in 6 seconds. Alpha says it hopes to deliver its first vehicles as early as 2023. We just had the 2021 Subaru Crosstrek Limited in the Autoline Garage, and the big news for 2021 is that it got an optional 2.5-liter engine with 182 horses, which is a step up from the 152-horsepower 2.0-liter base engine. 30 more horses is always a nice boost for any car, and the Crosstrek was noticeably more powerful than before. But it still uses a CVT that has a rubbery response to throttle inputs. Other CVTs, like from Honda and Nissan, have stepped shift points that react more precisely, and it would be a good idea for Subaru to recalibrate its CVT to provide a crisper response. The other updates for 2021 include some minor styling tweaks, and some slight enhancements to its suite of safety technologies. Subaru really didn't have to do much to freshen up the Crosstrek. It's already found a place in the hearts of Subaru buyers. Last month, it was the second best-selling model in its lineup, behind the Outback, but ahead of the Forester. The Crosstrek will probably continue to outsell the Forester. They both are very similarly priced. Our test model was $31,000, but the Crosstrek just looks sportier and better proportioned. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. And by Hyundai. Last week, John Oates was our guest on Auto Line After Hours. He teamed up with Daryl Hall to perform a long list of smash hits as Hall and Oates. But John is more than a singer and performer. He's a hardcore car enthusiast who was into cars as a teenager and even did some serious racing. He also told us about the custom car he recently built, a 1960 Porsche 356. We'll let him tell the story of how that came about. What was happening was I was getting ready to turn 70. 
Uh, I was born in 1948 and knowing a, a bit about the, you know, I've had a number of Porsches over the years and knowing that Porsche was about to celebrate their 70th anniversary. I thought, hmm, that's kind of interesting that we're both the same age. And uh, I was on, I was on tour in California and, you know, as, as most of us do, you know, surfing the web, looking at cars and all sorts of things, you know, uh, and I ran across um, these outlaw builds that Rod Emery was doing. And I had a day off. I was in California. I was in LA and I literally went on his contact. I found his phone number, called him up and I introduced myself and I said, Hey man, uh, love to see what you're doing. He was so friendly. He said, come on out. So I went out to North Hollywood where his uh, shop, where Emory Motorsports is. And I literally just drove in in my rental car and um, walked through the shop and he was super friendly and started showing me his work. And I immediately picked up on how artistic he was and, and how he had this, um, this incredible um, deep, uh, not only knowledge, but reverence for the Porsche brand. You know, I mean, he, he likes to tell the story that he came home from the hospital in a nine 11 uh, when he was born. Uh, and it's true. Um, and so he just, uh, he knows so much about the history of the, of, uh, the, of Porsches and, you know, three fifty sixes are his sweet spot. And when I saw the quality of the work and how, how reverential it was to the original, but yet at the same time, he had this California, Southern California hot rod, mentality aesthetic and him and his father would would soup up these you know 356s and they were you know the the, the purest the porsche purists didn't really care for it at first and eventually of course they become more than accepted but um you know i started to um to really dig in deep uh, about what he did and how he did it and uh he um you know he he, he gave me a, a chance to drive one of the cars that was on you know at the shop at the time and i drove it and i was like oh man because, you know, I had driven stock 356s before and I know what they're like. And all of a sudden I went, whoa, this is a whole other level of thing here. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm, I got custom car, uh, custom guitars and stuff like that. I said, why not a custom car? I've never built a car, you know, exactly the way I wanted. And I thought, hey, I'm 70 years old. There's no more time for rehearsals. Let's get this going. <laughs> We ran into some internet problems during that show, but John Oates stuck with us through it all and recounted some of the great stories in his career. You can watch that entire show right now on our website or YouTube channel. And that wraps up 2020 for Autoline Daily, and thank goodness, I think we're all ready to put this year behind us. We'll be back here again on January 4th, and until then, enjoy the holidays. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.